Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined, as always, by... Trace Finicaro. And... Matthew McConn-Cobre. Ooh, very nice. That is a one, Gunner Kennedy. Bouncing back, Gunner. I like to see it. So, let's just start this whole show up right now. Um, you, 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 know, you know what I like to see, Wade? What would you like to see? Or what do you like to see? And what would you like to see? Well, what I like to see, what I like to see is anything that allows me to escape for even a moment the 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 tortured hellscape that we find ourselves in, increasingly enmeshed. And what I would like to see is that fucking box from uh, Valve that I'm supposed to be getting next week, which is my uh, Index headset. Have you confirmed that you will be receiving the Valve Index next week? Yeah. Yes, I did. What's an talk index headset? Yeah, call, talk a little bit about it. So, um, much, much, much like Valve does with everything else. Um, so, I, I don't know if it, I hope most people like the the first big commercial VR headset that came out. Like it kind of kicked off the craze was uh, by a company called Oculus. It was the Oculus Rift. Mm-hmm. And then a whole, then a bunch of other companies kind of saw that there was product, you know, like there was there was money to be made in the space. Um, HTC, which was like a premium phone manufacturer, started their own series called the uh, the Vive, which are you know like bi- you know big screens. To, di- you know, it's it's a VR headset, but there's there's different. There's different approaches to to VR because nobody really, you know, like nobody really had has or had solved a lot of the problems. Um, the uh, the index is Valve basically saying all you guys, all you guys are still fucking this up. We know how to do this. Hold my beer. Like they did and, with their controller. Yes. Well, to be fair, um, Valve didn't uh, manufacture or necessarily entirely design this on their own. Okay. Now, this is really paired with the launch of Half-Life Alex, Alex right? yes. A-L-Y-X, which is um, a, a VR-only addition to the half-life series right it could almost be seen as almost like a half-life three dare i say it's 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 a it's a it's a two and five sevenths because valve can't do three can't do games with three it's actually four uh, well yeah, side note there four side note there if they decided to make this half-life three and it was only vr accessible i think they would be a sizable amount of backlash to that I decision, think, I, I think <laughs> that there was a patch to allow you to play it without VR, but it looks very. So that's my next question, Gunner. Um, does it only run on their hardware? Uh, my or can you play it on a PC with like an Oculus Rift or something? So this 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 is this is where this gets interesting because as part of this launch that Valve did, mm-hmm. so you know this goes back this goes back to is that like vr so like with the rift and the vive and everything else we finally got like 
you know, we're, we're in the same spot like where computers were back in the 90s where they finally had gotten to be less, you know, they were still pains in the asses, but like we we were starting to shake out. So like you didn't have it, you didn't have like 16 different manufacturers with completely separate software ecosystems and stuff like that. You were pretty much just, you wanted, you either had a Mac or you had a PC. I mean, most people have PCs, but, um, so, um, Facebook and Oculus kind of had their own technology path. If you were building VR games, like how, how stuff was managed, mm -hmm. um, HTC was using this one open standard, um, or actually quote unquote open standard was using this one standard. Um, and what valve did is that valve basically got with them with Samsung and Kronos and Oculus, and they just released this new thing called open XR, which is effectively the DirectX slash open GL for mm -hmm. VR. So it like standardizes how like you basically just hit a check Mark when you're mm -hmm. compiling your project it's it will say like okay i built it and it accommodates these different hardware paths when the binary is built but um to that to, the, to answer that question is that old games yes they were locked to their specific mm -hmm. but this one here you could you could download install alexis or alex and if you have the right you need, hardware you, well, you, you can plug in yes. essentially any vr headset that's pc compatible now I got a question. Why do they hate HDMI? Um, so the issue with HDMI is that HDMI has that uh, copyright protection module mm -hmm. built into it, the protocol itself. Mm -hmm. So it introduces like a significant amount of latency, oh. and latency is what makes things what makes you more than like weird screen drawing stuff. The latency is what makes you pukey. Because I don't know because, anyone that, that uses DisplayPort. Well, actually, this is this is an issue that I'm having right now, too. Because mm -hmm. um, I, have a, I have a couple dev kits, and they're all, like, they're HDMI 2.0. Um, but the issue is, is that exactly what you just said, which is that n none of my monitors had a DisplayPort on them. Mm -hmm. So I had to either get the dongle and... What makes this especially infuriating, and you know, talk about like software issues. I don't. I believe the index will let you do this, but my other headset and my the one that I kind of built myself, um, you need a separate monitor to do the calibration routine. Oh, jeez. And if you don't have, if you because I didn't have a display port, I couldn't drive. It, like you can't use multiple. You can't use multiple video cards. The VR display has to be driven from the same. GPU that's attached to your monitor, your primary display. So, I mean, how do you plug in? Do you need a special video card with a dedicated VR port, or do you just need a video card with with more than one video port? How did well, how does it how does it work? I mean, if 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 you were to to you know somebody who's never gotten into VR, they wanted to go buy the Index and they wanted to play the new Half Life Alex game, um, even if they didn't want to buy the Index. I assume that the Oculus Rift, which is um, you know Oculus's PC powered headset, and the Valve Index, which is Valve's um, PC powered 
uh, VR headset. I assume that the setup is going to be pretty similar. You need some power cord going to your brain. Not really, but going to your headset. You need um, some type of, of plug going from the computer to the headset. A am I right? Is that really the only two connectors that you need? Yes. So basically, you're going to have a you. The, the, the kind of the standard solution at this point is that you have a USB-C cable and a display port or HDMI cable going directly to the... Okay, so USB-C is power delivery, I assume, power because USB-C... So you're, because you're, you're actually, you're, because you Oh, have, so it's um, powered by the computer as well? Yes. Okay, so, so the are, computer is providing both. Is it like a stretchy cord so that you can kind of... No, it's actually one. It's one of the stupid. It's one of the like the recurring problems with all of these things, which is that uh -huh. um, the 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 PC experience is still kind of dumb as shit because you have to have this yeah PBS cable hanging off the thing to deal with it, and no one's come up with a good solution of how like you make it detachable. Charge yeah. a. I mean, well, I mean, it's you almost tough need, like the... a boom mic over your head holding the cable for you. Yeah, I guess it's tough with the display. Like power, you could always figure out, right? Like you could mm -hmm. always a battery pack or something like that. But as far as display goes and hooking the yeah. like, and the power is doubling as a data line. He's saying, yeah, well, right. H so it HTC needs to be makes, connected to the computer. Well, and again, like H, this is where like you kind of go back and forth. HTC actually makes a add-on for their headset that makes it fully wireless. So how do they how do they do the video signal? How do they well, get around they're that? Doing, they're, they're doing HDMI over Wi-Fi effectively. So they're slowing down an already too slow protocol. <laughs> well, the, yeah, it, 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 it's this. This is where it gets into this. Um, you know, and I. I this is it's so weird to me because it. I remember arguing with you in a previous episode. I wish I knew the number. Um, maybe it was back. Maybe it was the one with Mike Walker. I'm not sure. Um, but I remember arguing with you about whether or not you could what effectively play. Lag? Yeah. Yeah. Whether you could play like, like a fighting video game on Bluetooth and you're like, well, unfortunately, no matter, you know, how fast, you know, even the latest Bluetooth standard, which at that time was like, hadn't even reached a lot of the, the devices, um, the mouse or the joystick or whatever you're using it with had input lag. And that input lag was considered undesirable by professional gamers. So they were still using either hardwired uh, devices or devices that used special uh, RFID and they, they were avoiding Bluetooth like the plague. So when you say this, right, HDMI has speed issues. That's why they're going to DisplayPort. Oh, but by the way, um, this vendor found a way to get HDMI and not only get HDMI, to, but to use it wirelessly, it sounds to me like it could potentially cause some problems. Um, oh, yeah. And I know that, like, like there's some streaming video uh, video game services which are kind of getting mixed reviews. Um, I don't know that much about them. We have talked about those on previous episodes. One of them was um, was the Stadia episode, and one of the biggest complaints about Stadia was the fact that um, sometimes you'd hit the jump button and it would take a second for your character to jump or you'd be looking around and there would be input lag. So, but to me, that's not as severe because in VR, like it seems like you'd almost start getting seasick with yes. some of that lag, right? Yep, no, and that, that's, that's exactly the problem that you start running into. And so, it, so do you think that this is even a good 
market to be in? I mean, do you think that Valve is dumping money where they shouldn't? Or do you think well, that it's like, no, it's like it's like the early PC. It's going to be popular. It's just going to get smaller and better as time well, goes on. Well, the, yep. the, 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 real, the real crux of this is um, there's really two solutions that are going to probably shake out, which is that one, you're going to have to wear a computer to drive this, which is stupid. You know, like you're gonna have to wear a separate computer to drive this. Like in a backpack or something like that. Yeah, or just like you know, like like a brick, you know, so you can have your cyber deck. But um, the other solution is where uh, I believe that y- y- you and your uh, Oculus Quest come in, where they're pushing most of that compute into a, ded- a dedicated hardware on the headset itself. So. Right. Um, you know, like because Snapdragon, uh, I think it's uh, is it Qual? I think it's Qualcomm. Qualcomm on Snapdragon, right? I anyway, believe so. Okay. Um, but yeah, like they're 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 actually making dedicated, you know, kind of going back, you know, kind of a snapshot from last week. Just like just like Apple has been designing silicons, you know, like or, or arm arm chips specifically mm-hmm. for the iPad. And the iPhone to let you do like all this crazy 4K editing stuff. Qualcomm has been designing chips specifically for standalone VR applications. So, you know, it, it's it's the way that you the way that you solve the latency problem is basically you push everything that's going to make you puke down to the phone board that's sitting behind the LCD screens in your VR set and. Mm-hmm. You know, everything. wait, what were you going to say? Sorry, wait. That's okay. Um, so I guess the, the general question I have, uh, because it's not really VR. If, if you have to have a cord lying around and you have to, you know, keep it the distance in with the cord, and you have to watch that out. It's not truly the experience that you're looking for. However, that being said, th- this has kind of been my, my, my ultimate argument. It's there's too many limitations for this to be a totally immersive immersive system for gaming, right? That being said, though, if you push this to, I don't know, other industries, right. medical industry, the yeah. car industry, or something like that, is that probably a better for the interim anyway? Is that probably a better avenue to pursue for VR for the for the time being? Don't get me wrong; you can still make games for or whatever, but like get it seriously implemented into these other essential industries and then kind of maybe so then push it once it's gotten before further. Gunner comes in with his technical explanation and answer, which is probably much more valid than mine. Um, I did spend the last couple of weeks with the Oculus quest, I believe it's called. And it's exactly what Gunner described where the entire VR system is inside the headset. And it is portable. And what's interesting about it is that the game actually, um, Oculus actually says like, hey, do you want to play this in like a circle where your feet stay in still? Or do you want to play this in a room? And if you're going to play this in a room, then you're going to have to like touch the corners of the room so that the VR system doesn't push you into a wall. So you saying that like, like it won't work with the cords attached? I, we didn't have cords attached, so I can't speak on behalf of that. That does sound like a pain in the ass. But the systems are already kind of built with this, like, can't move too much restriction in mind. And it, it might still be a novelty, but I'm watching, you know, potential consumers, which are my children 
and my friend's children play these things. One of them has the PlayStation VR, and then the other friend has the uh, the Oculus Quest. And first of all, I, I can't really tell a difference between them. The experience is near identical. It's good. Um, it's near identical, and they both have this this concept where you need to be able to mirror the screen so people around you can see what you're doing, and that's pretty cool. So you get to kind of watch them inside this virtual world. Now, it looks really odd because you're seeing it from their perspective, which means that the screen's tilting and changing angles, and it's it's really, really um, odd to, to watch, but the experience isn't terrible. And the other thing, Wade, you said like profession. One of the most popular games is Job Simulator right now there's okay. two one's job simulator and the other one is beat saber okay and beat saber is, beat saber yeah beat saber is essentially your guitar hero it's dance just, dance revolution right yeah yeah exactly and the music plays and you have to play it except instead of you know playing it on a musical instrument you slash the beats as they come by you and some of them you have to slash upward downward whatever that game um, just like playing Guitar Hero for the first time or Rock Band for the first time, it's very engaging. You get to listen to music that you like. It's it's fun. But it's such a simple game that I could probably, with with the right like like uh, joysticks, for, for lack of a better word, you know, hand hand uh, controls, I could probably play it on a cell phone. It's not really that 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 demanding from a graphical perspective. Yeah. And the, you know the headset, the, your cell phone has the accelerometers in there. It's just a little hard to get it aligned with your eyes, and you know the DPI isn't really optimized for um, for VR. However, from my understanding, um, you know some in Job Simulator is very very simple graphics as well. But the kids don't care; they just care that they're in VR and they love it. Whereas like Half Life Alex, from my understanding, and this is where Gunner knows a lot more about the tech. From what I understand, Half-Life Alex is really designed to push the limits of the graphics card. I don't know if they have ray tracing in there, but that type of stuff is, it's like, it's already surreal to play it on a screen, but for you to just be dropped inside a VR game, um, it might actually be just as immersive as as you're saying that it's not. I, I, I can't speak on behalf of it because I've never tried. I mean, there's, 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 still, there's still big fundamental um, kind of... There's very big compromises that are going on right now. Um, the the big issue is that like um, they waste a lot they waste a lot of screen real estate and horsepower rendering stuff that you can't actually focus on. Because the 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 big issue with VR is that VR still treats it like it's two monitors strapped to your face. Right. And it really really if you're going to use the power that's available to you optimally. It starts mm -hmm. getting a little more complicated because you're actually you like y y y the other compromises that you have a fixed what they call a fixed focal depth. Mm -hmm. But um, as a rant, rant like, um, so the 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 big thing is. Like especially with 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 the the Snapdragon and stuff like that. Right now, that you render both you render both eyes at the same time, but mm -hmm. um, it really it really need it really to kind of get that next level of immersion. Uh -huh. It's going to have to start rendering different like it's almost the inverse of ray tracing, where right. you want one both eyes kind of 
being rendered separately. Mm-hmm. And it's a there's a big compute penalty for it though. So um, right, but that'll get better with time, right? Um, one of the issues that I've noticed and I've heard of, um, you know, talking with the people that own these headsets, one that comes right out, and it's something you don't think about. So I really wanted to mention this, and when you wanted to talk about the index, I I, I really wanted to talk about this. Um, the first one is is when you start going to stuff like the Oculus Quest, where it's it's essentially um, cell phone hardware inside a headset. One of the first complaints that comes out is it's too heavy. Like it actually, okay. it, it's not that heavy, but it's too heavy to wear for a long period of time. So like, let's say you play job simulator, maybe you're going to play it for an hour or two hours. The people aren't used to having this, this weight just on the front of their head and that people are actually trying to find creative ways to put counterweights on the backside of these headsets in order to make it so that your 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 you know your neck muscles don't get strained by just holding this additional weight on the front of your face have you heard of this gunner yes well because actually and I, i'm figuring that probably it's the it's got to be the batteries in the freaking quest well, the batteries in the front like front loaded though i would assume they put well, those kind of towards well, the back because no, like you're you're kind of cons- you're kind of constrained and that's like where you start like the but this again, is where like even even like looking at valve's index it's the the majority of the hardware's in the front right it's still you could tell yeah. just by looking at it it's weighted towards the front yeah. so you're still going to suffer this it's just something that you don't think of so well, one market that's coming out of nowhere and this is so smart, especially for stuff like the Quest. I don't think it would work with the Index. Is there's custom straps that go on the back of your head? It, in the case of the Quest, it'll hold your like your 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 phone charger, like the like the the portable power brick. It'll yeah. hold that, and the power brick will give you like three, four times the length of 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 headset usage and also act as that counterweight but it's like a custom bracket that goes onto the back of your head um you know that that has a cradle specifically designed for one of these battery packs but it's interesting to me because you'd think that they would have figured this out during like research and in development and they would have been like oh you know what these things come default with a with a 20 30 dollar battery pack it's not a whole lot more you know it could be an add-on um, but instead, it's this, you know, this unforeseen, it's like, it's like phone cases, right? When smartphones first came out, there weren't really, there wasn't really any way to protect it. And then all of a sudden, these, this phone case market just exploded, you know, where you have the screen protectors and you have the phone cases. Um, and I guess it's the same way too with the eye covers or not the eye covers. What do you call those? Like the binocular looking things. What are those called? The lenses? The lenses, right? Yes. The, the things you see okay, through. But- you have the you have the you have like the foam face shield but you have the lenses themselves like there's the lenses a, there's a whole those lenses mar- yeah, are getting scratched market. yep so well, yeah means- so people are like going and buying and i think this is so cool and i'm sorry to talk over you but they're buying like the samsung smartwatch uh uh scratch protectors and they happen to be like just about the right size for the lenses inside the VR headsets, so that way the lenses don't get scratched. Because once they get scratched, they're scratched forever, just like a phone screen. What's the replacement cost on that? You think? Oh, it gets it can get. <laughs> I mean, Google goggles are like five bucks, so I assume that they can make manufacture replacement lenses cheaply. Question is: Is number one, are they replaceable? And number two, are they actually as cheap as the crap ones that you get with Google Cardboard? Yeah. 
and, and I mean, Gunner would probably know the answer to that. I would assume, no, they're not easy to replace, and no, they're not well, as cheap actually, as the well, ones you because, get with a cardboard. Well, this, this, this is, well, they're not as cheap. As, well, because, like, it depends on the, the style of the headset, because there's different, there's different, like, lens physics that go on, because, um, like, some use Fresnel, some use... Um, you know, like multiple lenses, somewhere because like the 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 big thing now is that people will like hack up their headsets and steal lenses from completely different manufacturers to kind of opt. You know, like that. You know, like to their own like hacking together their own like like world's best headset. Yes, which is kind of the route that I went with the uh, the one that I have right now, but I wanted something that actually could use the beacons, so here we are within the index but because like my uh my current setup is that i did um it's not a virtual reality headset it's well actually it's still kind of in the it's still trying to actually get it to fucking work right um it's a thing called a uh, project north star which was done by a comp the, the company that makes this uh controller called the leap motion the leap motion leap motion leap motion okay um and it's like the connect if the connect actually fucking worked. And so it essentially it, it projects out into space and it's essentially tracing you and your movement well, through that space. It's tracing your hands. Like that's all it does. Just your hands, okay. Just your hands. Um, you know, like you, you like the, the, the second part of it is that you're using something like um an Intel Real Sense camera to do like spatialization. Mm-hmm. Or Those the, things are so cool. Yes, they are. It's actually sad. I find it really sad. Wait, I know you, you're still the owner of one of those. Um, oh, Connect? Yeah, it's yeah. been essentially a paperweight for the past year and a half. But but uh, I was at, I was at um, he's been on the podcast, but I was at Ken Lindsay's um, place. Uh, and we weren't practicing social distancing and we we're hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, he had his Connect, but of course he didn't have it on a game console. He just had it plugged into some Microsoft uh like like a connect tool and man i i'm watching it like it it shows the outlines of the bodies and like i'm walking in front of somebody else and it it can keep track and knows the difference between me and the other person and i mean with the exception sometimes at like an angle the camera would make it look like i was like like my hand was moving really fast by my private which was kind of comical But for the most part, the limb tracking on it was so good. Like it was so accurate as to where we were, that that we were separate moving entities, and it it didn't really. I, does it have infrared? Like does it, um, or or what is it? Is it is it infrared? What is the like the heat, the heat map? Is no, that that's UV or that's infrared? infrared. infrared. Yeah. Does so, it have an infrared uh, camera on it? Because how does it? How is it so good at being able to distinguish the difference between two? two objects that are pretty close, you know, in front of the camera together. Well, um, cause the, the, I believe the, depending on which version of the connect you were using, but I believe it's actually using what they call structured light mm-hmm. because the original connect used, um, multiple cameras to do it. And mm-hmm. the one that was on the Xbox one, was a single camera and then like uh it, it, it like a single camera with a structured like light beacon which effectively it's drawing a grid 
and it's looking for distortions in that grid to oh, figure interesting. out where. I, I I was just extremely impressed by. I mean, it's the the lighting in the room was okay, and there was a lot of like background noise, right? There's like shelves and 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 you know things behind us, and. Uh -huh. The ability for that thing to, and you don't really know when you're playing a game, right? You don't know how well the device is doing, but when you have this, like almost this like developer tool up on your, on your windows computer and you can actually see it, like, like, like trace your arms and your legs and your head, and then even be able to differentiate when you're walking in front of somebody, it doesn't lose track of the person that's behind you. Um, man, that's some cool technology. So it's interesting that you say this gunner, um, uh, you, you, with this this vendor called Leap Motion, because it seems like 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 the Connect is almost a lost. It's it's you know with the Wii we all you know had the advantage of that and the motion that came with that, and we all will remember that, and the Wii will be remembered forever. The Connect is almost like a forgotten breakthrough, and combining the Connect with VR seems like it has a lot of uses because because and I didn't think about it until you mentioned it, but VR can track where you are in space, but it doesn't really know what you're doing. So if you wanted to, you know, to Wade's point, it's not immersive enough. If you wanted to get immersive to the point where, you know, you could do uh, jumping jacks or, you know, a game where you're dancing, which there's some safety issues with that when you can't see. But um, that seems like it could really make the experience that much better. Can we just, like, acknowledge, like, once again, fucking Microsoft – like develops this really really interesting tool i mean like six seven years ago yeah <laughs> and it just well, goes nowhere it's takes crazy it, it, i don't it, understand it went, why it went, it went nowhere i don't know no, it's, it, is it, it because it, of the wii is it because no. everyone doing those things were already on a different platform no it, it went somewhere it's just it's recontextualized because apple bought the company that makes connect they made the wow. connect cameras they oh. built that, techno that technology is what actually lets you do the biometric face scans Oh wow! Well, huh? I mean, that's good from a security perspective, but it's not fun. No, but that's what's going into their AR glasses. Oh, ooh, man! This is going to get interesting. Because this is this is because the idea is that you know, like you go back to the Steve Jobs kind of the Lisa versus the iPad, which is that like you don't use a single stylus when you have five of them on the end of your finger, right? But you, yeah. you you in, you invert the user space so the screen is what's close to the user, yeah. And all of that space in front of the user is actually the 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 space that you interact with. Well, you know, I've been Not trash talking VR for quite a while now, Gunner. Um, I will eat my words when you're right and I'm wrong. Um, I really have not felt that the experience was good enough oh, it's, for it to it's, reach it's, the masses. It's, However, it's, it's a shit show. After using after using the the quest, I, I'm starting to change my opinion a little bit on it. Um, there are some technological hurdles, though. Like one of the first things with the quest is is it's almost impossible to interact with it. So yep. if you want to like to to make like a change in the quest, you kind of have to have it paired to a phone. Now I don't know how it talks to the phone. Um, I don't know if it uses like a combination of Bluetooth, NFC, Wi-Fi. I assume it's mostly Wi-Fi. Um, maybe it uses Bluetooth for sending it the Wi-Fi credentials. But um, one thing I noticed right off the bat was he, the w when when the Quest was here, the phone had to be very very near it. Um, 
sometimes the video stream to the phone would just stop. Um, the quest was constantly being rebooted because because it would get into a situation where you couldn't control it with a phone. But what frustrated me even more, um, and this is like on a technological like WTF. Um, in order to send, so so for the PlayStation, since the PlayStation is hardwired, you can just see it on the regular PlayStation console. So the television that the PlayStation is attached to, you get it through. But it's also you know you're you got a wire on you. With the Quest though, it's wireless. So you need some way of sending this wireless stream from the Quest to the television. And I don't know why they chose this, but do you know what technology that they use to send it to the TV? No. They use the they use, what, what were you going to say, Gunnar? Isn't it like wide-eye or something? Like it's, it's basically the same thing that you're doing with um, like when you when you you screencast like from your wife or your iPhone or your uh, yes, yes, your, but your droid, it's right? limited. It's limited only to Chromecast devices. Well, that makes sense, though. So my Fire Stick, which has got that feature in it, can't use it. Oh, my Jesus. television. I mean, I can stream my iPad to my Samsung television. They don't care anymore, right? They used to care. Now they don't care. I can send the screen from the iPad directly to the TV, which is very nice, by the way, because there's some things that are really fun to do on, you know, on a tablet um, and the whole room wants to watch. So they're using Chromecast, right? So I go and I dust off this Chromecast, which I personally hate the Chromecast. I, I shouldn't because I'm I'm a I'm a pretty big Google fanboy, but I don't like it. Wait, do you use a Chromecast at all? No, no. You use I've, your Xbox for everything, right? I really do. Yeah. <laughs> and Gunner, the vast majority of everything. Is your internet even fast enough for you to have a smart like like a streaming slash smart TV, or do you just avoid well, that mean, tech like, we, right we now? Use, we no, we I mean like we have the Roku on the TV and the, Sam, the Samsung. So you use TV use the Roku. Um, have either of you guys put a lot of effort into into using these Chromecasts? No, honestly, I have very I really very little experience with them, if it, any, it, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I don't want to beat up the topic too much, but um, essentially, the only way you can control it is through your phone. So you have to, and they've incorporated it in with the Nest product line and the, the Google Home product line. So you have to go through like the same setup wizard that you'd go through to pair your oven or your Google Home speaker to the, to the phone, right? Which it's kind of weird, right? It's kind of weird to open up an app that's got your stove and your, your, and these like random speakers in your house to, you know, to, to configure this Chromecast. It's just odd. I get it. It's all part of the Google, uh, the Google verse, so to speak. Um, but it's not a very pleasant experience. And what really bothered us was it was constantly disconnecting on the same Wi-Fi, right? And I mean, I stream stuff all the time using, using Chromecast, using, using Apple's AirPlay technology. I I've never had the signal just break. So, um, so although I think the quest is like, it's, it's right there. Um, the fact that we're constantly rebooting the the headset, it's constantly unpairing from the phone that controls it, and it's constantly yeah. unpairing from the very obscure Chromecast with the only device that it can talk to. Um, I think that it has a long way to come before it's ready for the masses. I, I can't see anyone um, being happy with that experience. It's just you're going to go buy it. You already have all of the streaming capabilities on your smart TV, like you with the Roku. You're going to go buy yourself a Chromecast just so that you can view it on your television? It seems odd to me. Well, you know, but 
the 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 final the final where this finally breaks down is when there's like no point in how do you put it the the Chromecast is a compromise because you know they're not like TV manufacturers won't load somebody else's OS image onto their TV at this point but, except for Roku well but Roku's it's a Roku's almost a weird yeah it's like the independent one. It's 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 like the TiVo. It's the TiVo streaming <laughs> it appliances. It is. It is. Yeah. TiVo is the TiVo defunct now. I gotta assume. No, they're they still are. around. They're still really? around. Really? What, yeah. What's actually really what's actually really impressive is the Roku is effectively what allowed the Raspberry Pi to come into existence. Hmm. Oh, because because they were the ones that um that helped fund the like the small the, system on a chip no, research. The the, the 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 a Raspberry Pi is effectively a Roku board. Okay. That was optimized for like user IO. Like it's 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 the, Roku basically subsidized the manufacturing of the chip. Okay. That the first generation Raspberry Pi uses. Oh, okay. And that's what got them, that's what got them started. Is that because like the the Roku itself is effectively? I mean, like if you if you crack it open, people were hacking them to kind of do some of that Raspberry Pi stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, and I don't want to talk too much about the streaming stuff because we we're always. I I I just love I love you know cutting the cord, the over the air, just, all that oh, stuff. Okay. But let's, um, let's talk about streaming but, stuff. But did you? But did Roku you see the is sorry. The Roku is 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 that that's my first choice. Like like I've I've experienced the Apple really? TV. The, the yeah the Fire Stick. Um, I haven't done the Xbox. To be fair, I haven't done the Xbox. Although that's a pretty expensive smart TV add-on if you're only using it to watch television. Yeah, probably. Well, you could YouTube as well. Yeah, that that's what I mean, right? Because they all yeah. have they all have um, um, the YouTube function. The YouTube functionality, yeah, and the, and they all come in their different flavors. I really like the Roku because it's a fun interface. Um, like by default, it comes with some wallpapers that are just a little bit more fun. It's not like like Mac OS or not Mac OS, Mac uh, Apple TV and, and and Fire TV. They they think that you want to just stare at like these beautiful landscapes that you're never going to be able to visit because you're not that rich. Which yeah. is cool. It's it's whatever. But I mean, we've been staring at those landscapes as our wallpapers for all of these different, you know, operating systems and everything um, forever. Um, Roku's a, a little bit cooler about it. And I remember at one point they even integrated like an Angry Birds video game in, and they had the accelerometer working in in the in the control in the remote, which I found fantastic. Yes. But I like their interface. It's kind of ad free for the most part. Whereas like the other ones try jamming stuff down your throat. So with Apple, you got the Apple TV Plus they want you to subscribe to. With um, um, and Apple, you know, Apple gets a commission on on some of the apps. And the same thing with Amazon. Like they're constantly cramming stuff down your throat that you don't own. They're like, here, click on this, and you click on it, and it's like, yeah, for twenty dollars, you can watch this show. So I, I've I've always liked the Roku experience. Um, so whenever you say something like that, you know, I like I want to jump on it. I, I actually want to just rip all of my Fire TVs out um, and jump on the Roku bandwagon. But uh, but I, I anyways, I could talk forever about that. Um, speaking of Amazon. Um, what is that video? Did they come out with a game and what platforms is it on? So I know not as much about this. Gunner has way more informed about this. The oh, game's oh, name is Crucible uh, and it looks like an Overwatch clone, which in fairness, Overwatch is a Paladins clone, but Overwatch is by far the most popular because Activision, Blizzard Activision, 
is you really know, good, is really good at polishing out. the shit out of something and then turning it to shit later. Right. Yeah. And they're listen. Listen. They 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 have all the money in the world to throw in it. Right. If they want it to succeed, it will succeed. Um. But Gunner, go ahead, <laughs> take it away from there if you can. So, uh, Crucible was originally, uh, I, yeah, I believe, just PC only. Um, but it's so that kind of um, it's not shooter. Although there, there's there's certainly elements of it. Is it a hero based uh, like shooter? Well, it's, it, it's uh, actually what they say is it, it's, it's. Would you say? Would you say? Um, would you say that Overwatch is a, a, a hero-based shooter or is it a team shooter? Overwatch like, is a like hero-based arena shooter. Team shooter, but you're still you're still playing. You're on a team. team. Yeah, you're just on a team of heroes. Yeah, but yeah, so I guess really that's kind of you know it's 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 the it's the mashup because it's 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 you're like the footage looks kind of like like World of Warcraft ish, but I that's not the gameplay though, right? No, the gameplay is more. Well, there's, it's Overwatch, there's, right? There's, it's yeah. Well, yeah. There's well, there's there's less animation. There's less working animations in the actual game for Crucible, but um, that and and right now you can buy it on Steam. Which well, no, so it's avail- it's available for beta on Steam. Is so I mean, that's so odd to me. I don't know why it's so odd to me because I feel like <laughs> I feel like Amazon doesn't know where they want to be right now. Well, this I, is, is it just like they're, they're, we've got so much money, we have to figure out something to do with this? Well, <laughs> is that it's, it? It's, it? Well, yeah, like for some reason, for some reason they they kind of push this out, and I can kind of get it where it's effectively everybody was fucking trapped, and you know, like we won't they they didn't advertise this for shit, they didn't you know they just kind of pushed it out the door, um, and it's especially galling because Amazon bought like some really good developers when they first started when they first started um making moves into kind of the space because the the idea was is that they were going to do something like um stadia with the fire right like they they want they wanted to do streaming gaming um they bought that's kind of what i expected i'm trying to think what the name of the company was because the guys who did um killer instinct for the xbox oh rare no, not rare. No, no, not the, rare. The, um, the 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 new the the new fuck. team, which they were that that game is fucking outstanding. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Amazon bought that whole developer, that whole okay. development studio. Um, they bought the company that that like um they had done one fighting game called uh, Rising Thunder, but their big their big claim to fame is that effectively they write the middleware that everyone that doesn't suck uses to do network games right like they're they're the john yeah like that whole team that whole team uh that did rising thunder um got bought uh actually take that back they got bought i take that back they got bought out they got bought out by um fucking riot who then got bought out by 10 cent but um and they have another one i actually i just found out now um by looking up amazon games on steam yeah they have another game um, that's planned to be released in August called New World. Did you see this too? No. Uh, I've heard of New World, but I don't remember exactly. 
I, I don't remember exactly. Okay, so this is like their. Uh, oh, it looks like an open world MMO. Um, RPG. Yeah, open world MMO PC game. Uh, it's essentially that. That is probably going to be their take on. That's that's going to kind of try and compete for space for like World of Warcraft. That trace okay. is probably a World of Warcraft game. I mean, the trailer looks great, but of course, I mean, trailers always look great. <laughs> yeah, rendered perfectly, fucking uh, no, no hardware constraints. What, what was the yeah. name of the game? It's called New World. New World. Oh, my God. So they got to fucking come up with Who the fuck is making <laughs> It's like Game Station. Yeah, I, oh. I, I, I'm really surprised that, and, and maybe maybe it's because it's, it's the, I, I don't... <laughs> I don't do heavily game. I don't. I don't heavy gaming anymore, right? I don't actually build the PCs anymore. I don't have the consoles. Um, like 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 Wade spends, um, a lot of his video game time doing. You know, I, I have a Switch, um, but I don't really. You know, I, I play the. It, the graphics aren't a big deal. You know, the gameplay is meh. It's like, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll fight I'll fight my my sibling or my my children in Super Smash Brothers or. Or race my race my sister in law in in Mario Kart and I'm happy. Like I don't really need like the like the big games. And uh, w- when I bought the Fire TV, I kind of thought Amazon would be going like kind of going back back in time because they got like they got Sonic ported over Sonic One, I think maybe the whole I, actually I think it was a bunch of the Sonic games. And I don't know what platform it was ported from, but uh, it's it was ported in 2013 because that's the copyright date on the uh, on the game. Um, maybe mm-hmm. it was an Android release or something, but it was ported over to the Fire TV, and uh, man, it plays great. And uh, you know, you could play Crossy Roads. You could play a lot of like the Android cell phone games um, right on the Fire Stick. So I'm like, you know, Crossy Roads is 3D. It's limited graphics, but a lot of the kids don't really seem to care. So I wonder if this is the direction they're going to go. When so, so Gunner, when you said that you know that they had a, a new game that they were working on. I thought for sure that it would be coming to the Fire TV. I'm very surprised to see it going to Steam. It's, yeah, they're they have a weird relationship, and I don't know if it's because of that that one development because all all of them are Windows based. There's no. Yeah, it seems it seems like such a strange market for them to get into. I mean, unless it's unless it's like some elaborate scheme uh, to get more uh, to get more user data or something like that. Maybe. And you know, I, do we ever do we ever talk about like like the the movies that they produce, the TV shows and stuff? I, I feel the same Amazon? way about that. Yeah, yeah, they have their own original series, and like one of the one of the more popular what, ones. Man, um, wasn't the Man in the High Castle? Yes, or? yes, exactly. Um, They're that's doing the one of the now too. Yeah, yeah. I was the, very the boys is really very good. Surprised. Yeah, the boys is awesome. Yeah, but what's what's odd to me is that I don't ever hear people really talking about them as a service, and I it might be a branding issue, right? But it's like, well, are they are they just making the same mistake again? Do people not care? I mean, like Netflix, you call it Netflix, right? Amazon Prime Video is just fast shipping plus the word video on the end. Yeah, it doesn't sound like this consumable. It's got a branding problem, right? That's it's a branding issue, no doubt. Even their music service. You guys ever use the Prime Music service? I don't know. Like you can I, I, subscribe and get like 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 unlimited songs. You know, kind of like the um, 
any of them like Spotify or whatever, where you pay them per month and then you can just essentially use them as a playlist. But out of the box, it's actually a lot better in a lot of ways than, than something like Pandora because you can actually play music from a certain artist and not have to worry about it. Keep uh, genre hopping on, excuse me, genre hopping on you. Okay. It's actually a pretty good service, but again, it's just called like Amazon prime music. It's just something that comes free with your two day shipping. And it's, it almost it seems like they have this branding issue. So now you see like Amazon games, right? Which you would just assume they'd be coming out with original content. That's going to bring in revenue for them on, you know, something like the fire stick, which is really popular. It has some basic 3d capabilities. Um, and, um, you can pair a Bluetooth controller to, uh, uh, fire stick. Oh, I thought Wade was talking to me. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Sean just came in the door. I tried to make it seamless, but I thought you were like, well, you know, when we used to sit in the same room, you'd give me like these head nods. You'd be like, wrap it up. Now you and can be... see me again. So now, yeah, I'm, now I'm I can see you on video. I'm giving I'm you like, cues. No, like, could he not hear me? <laughs> not doing um, that. But yeah, I'm I'm very surprised to see them go towards Steam as a platform. Like it would almost it almost seems like it would make more sense. Number one, for them to go to like um I don't know. Um, maybe like an epic or something like that. I don't know what game engine they're using. Uh, well, or, see, the problem, or make the problem their own. That is that if they if they go to Epic, they're effectively subsidizing Tencent, and Tencent is attempting to basically cut the well. Actually, Tencent's corporate parent mm -hmm. is trying to beat Amazon over in right. Asia. Right, right, you know, and 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 like there's a whole battle like going like. Ten Tencent is going to be as bad as we think Activision Blizzard is. Tencent, yeah, no, it's way so, worse. So, Cyberpunk way out there, way played. out there, way out there. But I have a proposal. <laughs> You're gonna hate this. You're gonna hate everything about it. But I think it's plausible. Amazon buys Steam. Um, <laughs> it's we see. This is a weird thing because why would why would we think, hate it though? Think, is the question. I don't think Valve actually well, is publicly traded, and it depends. It depends on if Gabe decides he wants to go do something else. Well, has Valve well, done anything with like notable <laughs> in the past? I mean, how many years? They're they're literally just hanging on to their fucking game store. Yeah. Well, so Val well, Valve has a really interesting track record. I'm sorry, Gunnar. I know you just bought the index. I apologize. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> it, it fucking no, sucks. I mean, no, I'm just kidding. Val Valve is Valve is a weird place. Because I mean, besides their business culture and stuff like that, it was effective. It was effectively just Gabe had a whole bunch of Microsoft money, and he just wanted to make weird shit. Yeah, they seem very laissez-faire. Like, <laughs> maybe that's the wrong word for it, but they seem like like it's like no, I'm going to come out with it when I decide to. That sequel is going to be in 20 years and fuck and, off. And, and selling ha and selling hats is selling hats just allows them to. Selling hats and getting a cut on everybody else's games, and they're so good at making game controllers. Oh God! Well, no, you you hate on that because that's actually there's a <laughs> there was a big rush to get them afterwards because the Steam controller because the they were like five bucks. Well, no, not that because the Steam controller was the closest thing that anyone had done to an actual modern like um, yeah mouse and controller combo. Well, it, no, because people people with physical disabilities like they couldn't use uh, okay. normal controllers. That was mm -hmm. that was how they, they they like there was a whole 
thing on how to set it up. Like, or you could have multiple scene controllers functioning as one effectively. Right. And people who just couldn't like do normal controller inputs were using these to do like brawly legs. Yeah. Hmm. But it's yeah. That's my forecast. They buy Steam. I, the reason I think we wouldn't like it is because um, Steam becomes an Amazon product, so it loses a lot of its identity that it's built over the years. Oh, well, Honestly, I mean, like, though, dude, you, you can what's buy the games, identity at this point? You can buy digital Steam? Down, like you you can buy games from Amazon now. It's just not anywhere near the the managed experience. Like, right? Steam yeah, I bought like, Sonic. Do hardware management. They'll I bought driver, Sonic. They'll do driver. Costs like ninety nine cents. It's worth it. You know, and that's and that's. I just what what is what is I guess it's all different perspectives, right? But we can go around it. Trace, what is your image of what do you think Steam is now? When you um, think of Steam, off the top of the head, when I think of Steam, I think of a, an unusually green interface. Um. Uh, a way to chat with your friends that can't extend to any other device, which is odd, right? Like, you're, you there's no Steam chat, chat client. What's that? You can use Steam chat on your phone. You can? Yeah. Oh, huh. All right. Well, man, I haven't done that. But most people I know use Discord for gaming. Well, yes, and that's that Discord. Discord is the preferred one just because it has voice and whatever, and, you know, it ties... There's more integrations like Steam Chat is trapped within Steam. You yeah. know, basically, you're not you know, like Dis Discord is like, oh, by the way, if I go to a web page, I'm piping a feed directly out of Discord. The other thing, too, wait, is you're automatically subscribed or something like Amazon that. Amazon and Steam kind of compete for being the shittiest in their class. Yes. As far um, as. And the reason yeah. I say this is because like. Like Amazon's Amazon's prime product, um, I shouldn't call it prime. Fuck, I can't use that word when I'm talking about Amazon because they have a product called Prime. Correct. But their their number oh, one, their main service, yeah, their main service that they offer is online sales, right? Sure. And they have movies. They have obviously now a video game thing. They have the Fire Stick. Um, but I would argue that they probably they probably don't make a whole lot of money on on you know the fire stick that they make the majority of their money off of online sales and uh, <clears throat> a lot of its logistics and that logistics stuff is probably best in its class because they are number one um, but there's some other things that are just trash like the fact that, um, and, and this is a very personal example, but the fact that when you order something online and it sends you an email, it doesn't tell you what you ordered. It's just like order one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. seven has been placed. And it's like, well, what the fuck was it? Like, I don't even know what it was. Did my kid accidentally order something? Did I order something last night while I was drunk and forget about it? Did my wife order something? What what was ordered? And then you have to click on my orders and then you get landed on this interface that looks like eBay did in 1990 right very very cluttered old like 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 90s desktop style uh, interface I, I feel like like they could get with the times right paypal doesn't look like it did in the 90s ebay doesn't look like it did well ebay kind of still looks like it did in the 90s i feel like that they could get with the times they could they could modernize their services i feel like 
I feel like Steam is the exact same way. Like it, Steam doesn't even warn me when I'm on their platform clicking buy when the platform I'm on can't run that game. They're like, we don't care. We just want your money. Then you click install and it's like, sorry, this title is not available for your platform. And it's like, well, why the fuck didn't you warn me about that? Like, that's just common courtesy at this point. Right. So I feel like like there's some some just basic usability features that they just don't give a fuck about. And because of that, um, they're kind of a match made in heaven. But when I think of Steam, um, what I really do, what I honestly think about is is I think about um, I, it's for me because because I, I gamed back in the 90s in the aughts. To me, it's a familiar interface for for a game library. And I actually like that. From a PC perspective, I really like that being able to click download while that game's downloading. I can go and play another game, um, and then when I come back, I can fire up. I, I, I feel like the content delivery that they offer um, is actually a really good experience. I, I don't love the store, but I think I, I feel like it's a good experience. Well, it's better than Epic, as far as I'm concerned, and Epic's it's, looks it's, way it's, more it's, modern. It's a it's a good universal launcher because like. Um, I have it set up in Linux, and I use Proton to do emulation mm -hmm. for most of them. Yeah, I should call it emulation. But the other nice thing is that like Steam will like Steam's interface for integrate like on the Windows side, even mm -hmm. Steam's interface for integrating games that aren't Steam games into the launcher mm -hmm. and controlling how it inter like. I don't know if you've used like their whole, their whole like their whole streamcast their whole like. I haven't used the casting. But I've used the, 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 the big screen mode is where it's like a 10-foot interface yeah. and you can control your games with a controller. Yes. No, and they even have controller mapping. So if you have a game that's not Steam, you could just plug it into Steam and then control it with a controller anyway. Or like, or if the game doesn't need... Yes, because even if the game doesn't natively support it... Yeah, yeah, Steam yeah. It's, they'll let you remap all the up. keys. So I think Steam is kind of like the best thing that's available for gaming. They really seem to care about the gaming experience. They, there's definitely some rough edges, but they do seem about to, to care about well, the gaming think, experience. Know, like, you can that's what I think. What do you think? Oh, sorry. Wait. What do you think what? when you hear Steam, Wade? Uh, it was Valve, actually. It was the... Was I... <laughs> that's the question but oh. when i think of valve i do think of steam they're synonymous right first. they are and that that i think is the problem when i think of valve i think the i think of rockstar games which is just they just develop a product and they just keep beating a dead horse the it's sad to me like valve used to be this really innovative company it felt at well, one point so here's here's the question here's the, here's the parallel or the re the retort to that, which is that Valve doesn't bail on their products like other developers do. Like Team yeah, Fortress that is crazy. Is still getting work done to it. Yeah, I, Team like, Fortress One, was, was, yes. Team Fortress Classic. Yeah, I saw I saw a, a news a news article. And they like released a bunch of patches to like Counter Strike 1.6 Half Life and Team Fortress Classic. I'm like, why the fuck did they do that? Like, well, it, I, I can t I can tell you why because like one of the things that came out of the COVID outbreak outbreak is that when everybody was home, all of these like new hotness games, people realized that they were fundamentally fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, like they just fall over themselves. And they and, went back like, home. They went back to Team Fortress. Yes, Team Fortress wow. Two saw like this huge fucking spike in player volume. That's so crazy. Um, 
you know, uh, was it Skullgirls? Like, was the number one fighting game on the net there for quite a while, because people were like, you know, be, besides fucking ISPs dicking around with managing traffic and stuff like that, that goes back. Is that? And again, I'm amazed that Amazon hasn't fucking done anything with um, the Killer Instinct devs because the Killer Instinct devs. So are also what devs are are you? Because the the only devs that I'm aware of are Rare, which Microsoft still owns, and Iron Galaxy, which I, is I, not I, really I, a developer. Developer, they're more of like a porter. They're like they, you know, they don't develop the game. They they develop the ability to port no, the so game. Let me, I'm gonna have to pull. I'm gonna have to pull it up for the. There's Xbox. There's literally four. There's Double Helix games. There's Rare, there's Iron Galaxy, um, and Xbox Studios. Double Helix was the one that got bought out by Amazon. Okay, gotcha. So, but, but Double Helix was the one that built... Yes, yeah, so Double Helix was the one that <clears throat> Microsoft contracted to do the new Killer Instinct after Rare left. Yeah, they got... Yeah, they were acquired by Amazon in 2014. I, I'm just reading here. Okay, gotcha. And they made... They made it's weird because, like, they made a whole bunch of, like, fucking throwaway games before that. Like, just... Um, like licensed garbage, but it was it, basically it was a bunch of guys who got tired of, like got tired of dealing with shit at other developers, and kind of just were waiting to waiting to get into their. Uh... The gaming industry is just so fucking weird because it's effectively effectively anything that's actually like relatively important from like a development standpoint is a bunch of wizards who just got pissed off working. In a larger collection of wizards, and they're like, "Fuck you! We'll make our own moon with blackjack and hookers." Which is, I mean, good and though, a, to be honest with well, you, right? It's like you're not happy with your with your with your station. Like, go off and do do your own thing with your own vision. Don't get me wrong; it's it's probably bad in other situations, but you know it, that kind of presses the talent out. I still got to talk about. Did you see? Have you seen this fucking cyberpunk game that Ten Cent's working on called Sin? Oh, no, are these fucking clowns like literally trying to like undercut and making, get in they, before? Yes, they are. They are. They are making. The they are trying to get a cyberpunk. They are trying to get their own cyberpunk game out before. Dude, cyberpunk. eat shit, ten cent. Well, you have to. You have to. You have to look at the art style too, because it looks. It looks like fucking uh uh anime weeaboo. Like, well, their their whole thing is they're talking about how realistic the graphics are, and it looks like I shouldn't say anime weeaboo because that's that's kind of. It, you have to see this art style. It's just like it. It literally looks like one of those like. There's that company that makes those movies that are knockoff of real movies. So it's like tr- the Transmorphers, or um, <laughs> yeah, yes. The, 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 was it the, the the week the week after next week or something like that? You know, like they 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 do. That. It's it's almost like it's at that point that with that studio that did that. It was like this grab to try and confuse people like that maybe weren't. You know, oh, oh, that that looks like yeah. I think that's it. They weren't in the know of like what the well, what the actual like blockbuster like the, title was. It's like the terrible like Finding Nemo clones that come out. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's Walmart. It's Walmart selling every every cart game except Super Mario fucking cart. Okay, yeah. this is this is disturbing. You you see, you, you found it. Code Code Sin. Honestly, if you took yes. everything away and you just showed me the image, I'm like, oh, this must be the new trailer for Cyberpunk 2077. Except the art style is really weird. It is like that they like okay, I guess they changed that art style up a little bit, but not that much. I know it, but the lighting, the setting, it's all yes, no, no. Well, but, but the, well, the thing is, is they took out everything that would offend people in China or offend the government in China. 
Okay, it's like it's like a tech end version of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yes, yes. No, that's that's actually, that's a very good yeah. But and 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 any any like the punk stuff that makes it cyberpunk it is gone. Yeah. No, it's, well, no of course, drugs, no, it has no fucking no. soul because it's fucking made by Tencent, and those fuckers yeah. are all soulless. Like anybody that that literally like works for that company, I I, I'm sorry you had well, to sell I mean, your soul to be successful. Well, no, no, because Ten Tencent is a Tencent is part of the. Well, yeah, how do you put it? It's Tencent Amazon is, if they were successful in gaming. That's really what they are. Well, and they had they had unlimited money coming in from government spigots as opposed to not paying sales tax. Right. For it's not like years. it's. I mean, well, I guess you could argue it's a similar thing, but. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like they didn't pay sales tax for 20 years, so effectively they had government subsidizing. And that's actually, you know, I can't argue that. I can't argue that at all. You're fucking absolutely right. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> I can't really. I don't really have an argument for that. That's uh, it's just it's just got it's just subsidized by the government in a different way, essentially. Yeah, yeah. We just use tax loopholes and breaks, grants. <sighs> well, the government the government owed them money at the end of last year. That's insane. That's just fucking nuts. Although I will yeah. say, I've yet to, although I'm sure that there is, you don't hear as much or as bad, in my opinion, about stories of like malware and shit, you know, by, by downloading Amazon hardware, Amazon software and things like that. Don't get me wrong. There's other shit like, where the, you know, the, the dots yeah. or the echoes are like listening. I totally get mm-hmm. that. But everyone should get that because you literally installed a listening device in your home. So yeah. come what may with that. I, this this, infu- this infuriates me so much because the missus is so into all of that shit, and it's as a person as a person who loves to spend time working on those kinds of devices, just not in that particular context. I so don't want fucking the 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 panopticon listening to me fart in the bathroom in the, in the background <laughs> all the time. You know, it's just yeah. like. It's 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 been like you know I, I harbor the illusion that somehow because I taped my cam I taped over my camera that I have some privacy on my PC and I know it's not true. You know though, if if everyone's being recorded all the time, they would have to really want to know something about you in order to find your well, info. Like I, it, it's just too much data coming in. We, it's just too much. It, like it's got to get thrown it. out. It's like they 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 might have like three or four farts on record. But like for the other hundred thousand farts that have happened within the last year, they, they have to get rid of them. They just can't. Hundred thousand. It's got to be billions, is, Trace. Yeah, I'm talking about from that. Gunner's bathroom alone. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> so uh, this kind of go this this goes back, and so you know you talk about like the, the it's like ten thousand a day. <laughs> you talk about the Panopticon. So um. There was this thing that came out like at the start. It was I think it was the start of last week, but there's this whole hullabaloo where allegedly the Russians were paying the Taliban bounties to kill American soldiers. Oh, dude, it's too late to start this topic. Yeah, it's we can't start no, this no, topic no, now as much oh, as I want to. Well, because you know the re- the way that they found out about that is that the NSA is monitoring every electronic bank transaction oh. on fucking Earth. Oh. And they just they have AIs that are watching all of that and fucking mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they reconstructed the accounts forensically to be like, okay, we we can see that there was this action at this date and we can follow through the flow of money 
coming through. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, you say that, like, when you say that they're not listening to all your farts, it's like, well, no, the, 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 the it's near worse. general intelligence that they've enslaved to process all of this stuff is listening to all those farts. And I feel, I feel bad. I feel bad because, you know, it's kind of a quasi godling and it really shouldn't be trapped listening to flatulence and people just being gross meat sacks the entire time it had to do its job. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> well, I guess the moral of the story is you don't Venmo your drug dealer. You don't True. Venmo your drug... Yes. True. You don't do that. Or if you do, you put something different in there. Yeah, don't 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 put that like, in that note. Put something like like sex trafficking in there instead. Plush, just don't yeah, I, just don't I, let I, the I, government know that it's drugs. Plus, don't let them know. What time are we at? Bad dragon. We're over. Out. We're over okay. by about eight minutes. Well, by the power in my hand, power I must I must put you into. I must commit this episode into the earth. I must turn this this episode ashes, into ashes, the earth. Ashes, dust, dust. We kick this damn thing into the earth's crust. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. That tickled me. Well done, Gunner. Well done. Episode um, ninety six. It's like sixty nine, except backwards. Yes, that's that's the way we do it. That is the way we do yeah. here on Friendship Snake. Just, just wrong. But actually, it's the way we did because this episode it's coming to a close. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you everybody for listening. Um, we look forward to your comments. Uh, please give us a share and uh, and a like and uh, and all the good stuff. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. I don't know. Tell everybody. But uh, we will take you. We will we will be with you next week. And uh, this is actually kind of dating it, but happy 4th of July, everybody. Be safe. Gonna take us on out of here.